warning. This podcast may contain spoilers from whatever TV show or movie is mentioned. Please listen at your own discretion. Welcome to viewers and others. I don't know if my face is on there or not. Anyway, what's going on, y'all? I am Scoots Bronson. And I am S. Foster. And this is another episode of the Viewers Anonymous podcast where we bring you our hot takes and our reviews of movies and television coming straight out of Hollywood. Ooh, I like that. That float, but I ain't going to use that. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. (laughs) What's going on (laughs) with you, bro? Man, can't call it, man. Glad to be back in the lab today, man. We got a a very special and I feel going to be a very entertaining podcast today, man. Mm-hmm. But um, but other than that, man, I'm doing all right, man. You know what I'm saying? My cousin, you know, bared her dad, bared my uncle yesterday. You know what I'm saying? Peace. Rest in peace Rest to the uh, tongue drop. But uh, other than that, man, I'm doing all right, man. You know uh, you know how funerals go. You have a funeral. Everybody go back to the crib and everybody chop it up, man. It was on the porch. Yeah. I know you had old time, food, man. man. Man, listen. Man, see now, I don't know why you gonna say that, man. I don't know why you gonna remind me about what everybody got today. the good food, bro. True, but man, I don't think the cater. I don't think they anticipated oh, they that That's many why people. He ain't cater. Yeah, yo, listen, man. Like you, we sitting here, they giving out scoops and shit, man. These little tiny little portions, man. Oh yeah, nah. it had been it two funerals that day. Hey, I'm telling you, man, that, that 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 was that was the worst part about it, man. Was the fact that you know you couldn't really get full. You know, I had to end up, yeah. you know, we ended up getting some stuff later on that day, but but it turned out to be a pretty good service, man. So rest in peace to Tom Drop. But how you doing, man? Everything yeah. good with you? Man, everything great, man. You know what I'm saying? Kicked the old my dudes yesterday, did a little something, something, and um outside of that shit, that's it, bro. My that's brother got up. mad because he wanted to watch the UFC fight, but he ain't gonna buy it. <laughs> But if you don't want to buy it, man, you can't yeah, be mad at somebody. Like, he talking about, man, we go to the, the cigar bar and watch it. I'm like, man, fuck out of here. So anyway, you know what I'm saying? It didn't even matter because by the time I got back, it was, it was too late anyway. I we mean, wouldn't have been able to make it out there in time no way. So it was whatever. But, you know what I'm saying, we got a very special episode. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. This is a bonus episode. Man, we had to get to this one. You know what I'm saying? This shit was so fun. And, um... To remember, you know what I'm saying? For me, it was fun to remember. But also, it was also just fun to watch, man. You know what I'm saying? Anytime we get a documentary, you know what I'm saying, go back in time and do all that stuff, you know what I mean? It's great to do. But before we do all that, man, we got a very special guest, you know what I'm saying? First and foremost, this man is, you know what I'm saying, the the owner, the face. He's the magic behind the Distinctive Jib Network. And then, not only that. This is third time on the pod. Third time on the pod. Yep. Three. Hey, look, everything coming threes, man. And then not only that, this man here, bro, is our co-host on the four three pod, man. We talking about our guy J D. What's up, my boy? What up? What up? What up? Be here. What's going on with you, man? Bro, let me say me something, man. So although y'all my homies, bro, I'm actually a fan of the show, like a legit fan. So like I'll be listening to these Jones like. Like I, li- I like all the all the sports stuff. I definitely listen to, but then it's always some of like one of the ones like it's like a killer or something. Y'all do like mm-hmm. a real good job with like the killer ones too. So, 
That's that's son. That ain't me. He got all that shit down pat. He be knowing all that shit, bro. He be knowing where the motherfuckers stayed. He be knowing the, the water bill the motherfuckers had. Yeah, facts. You know, the credit card number. You know all that shit, bro. And he be Cause doing he that shit. Because he meticulous like that. I'm pretty sure he got bodies in the refrigerator. <laughs> hey, if he do, nah, if do you do, I don't want to know. <laughs> nah. Hey man, but, like that, man, I'm turning to a serial killer, man. I ain't gonna change the Ted Bundy, but we'll check this out though. So, so for those of y'all who don't know, I am JD, and these guys are saying really, really nice things about me. But we normally talk trash to each other. That's normally how we oh, get man. down. But it's a mutual respect thing, and and they ain't really big enough the way they shit on this four three pod, bro. Four three, our four three pod is like the like the first pin of pod I've been on where everybody's equal. Like everybody got their own swag, they can carry a show by themselves. It's one of the coolest things I've been on, like since I've been podcasting. So everybody knows uh, Sean, my OG for podcasting. So for them to be, for me to be on the show with him, pretty much every week, and then Scoot's crazy ass to be with us. It's, <laughs> <laughs> you never know what you're gonna get. So y'all tune in for four three pod coming back because football season is back, bro. Yes, it is, man. Yes, it is. So, um, man, let's get into it, man. We talking about. Uh, the untold girlfriend next door. The Netflix documentary uh came out not too long ago, and it's this is about next door. Oh, I'm sorry, the girlfriend who didn't. I was looking at something else. My problem, <laughs> the girlfriend who didn't exist. Um, basically, know. man, this this, <laughs> this is the story about the whole Manti Teo girlfriend hoax. Man, uh, this whole thing is bananas. First and foremost, I really don't know how to put this except for the fact that Manti Teo had a girlfriend that he never met and she died and then she came back to life. And uh <laughs> it kind of it kind of <laughs> ruined uh his his chances at um you know what I'm saying being a, a top draft pick. You know what I mean? And it that shit was everywhere, man. That shit was on CNN, that shit was on um Oh, I didn't mean to do that. But that shit was on everything, man. It was on CNN. It was on Fox News. It was, I mean, it was pretty much the talk of um, the town at the time, man. So where, where do y'all want to start with this shit? All right. So let me let me start it off, man. What I, what I think we should touch first is just the, you know what I mean? The like, you know, the bring people in easy and just mm-hmm. really speak on the fact of like, yo, I am I am the guy who I always feel that Notre Dame and Notre Dame players are always hyped up. Like they're always put on this pedestal of like yeah. they make them out to be greater than they really are. But I will say this. I have to say Man Tateo was a really good damn linebacker. You you like like to be not starting as a freshman, but then they put him in and the dude made an impact off the rip and mm-hmm. he literally became one of the best, you know, quote unquote defensive players in college football. You gotta give him that. That's debatable. That's debatable. It is debatable. I, I don't That's think very listen, debatable. I honestly don't believe that he should have been in that room in Hosman his year. Super but, but you have to at least say the dude was a tackling machine. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He did, you know what I'm saying? Get, he he had a knack of getting to the football, well, at least to the tackle, well, to make the tackle. So I think that when you look at him as a talent, 
mm-hmm. you know, coming out of high school and all that. Like, you have to give him that because I think that that's what makes the story as big as it was because of it was the fact that he was a really good college football player. Yeah. And for a college football player, and then, come on, we're going to be real on this podcast. Like, just being on a football <laughs> team, not a – I mean – we talking Division Two, II, Division Three, but I mean Division One is a whole nother level. You know what I'm saying? Like I was on, you know what I'm saying, the Clemson campus with a former friend. Well, not a former friend, but a friend of mine who mm-hmm. wasn't even a starter at the time, and he was the man. You know what I'm saying? So it's like to hear a story that a guy that is a star football player in college football, and he has a girlfriend. That he never met her and she don't exist. It's like, yo, you know how much ass you can get just being on the football team, and you're telling me that you got a girlfriend that don't exist. Like, how That's does this happen, saying, bro? It's a lot of cap. It's a lot of capping out here, bro. That's all I'm gonna say. I mean, Jamar, how did you feel about this rewatching this and uh, reliving this goofball of a moment? So for me, I mean, I'm gonna be real, Brett. So for me, I hate Notre Dame. Like I've hated Notre Dame. I hated them when they used to play Miami. I just hated my. I've always hated them. So when any time they players get like a fool made out of them, I'm super excited. And especially because they always just trying to find a way to put Notre Dame in the conversation for college football. We've had multiple conversations on Four Three Pod about Notre Dame, who they really are, why people love them so much, the, with the amounts of money they throw at these guys. And, and like how they never meet expectations and they haven't really been good since like Lou Holtz. So I just, for me personally, when I see Manta Teo, I just don't think that that could be a possibility. Like, like, like uh, Sean said, like if you've been on a division one campus of any sort, no matter the sport, if you're a player and the, the level of a player that he was a starter, like there's no way I would have a girlfriend. I couldn't see every day or every night yeah. because yeah. it's like, it's too many opportunities out here to be a thought as a man. Like, it's just too many. Like, it's like you don't – you wouldn't miss your shot with a girlfriend that is potentially in Cali, you all the way in Indiana, and then I ever have met her. But, you know, it is whatever. I just, I'm just i just happy you got catfished from Notre Dame. That's hilarious. No, the, for me, the craziest part is not having um, – not having anybody that knows about her. Like, if anybody knows anything about – Hawaiian or Pacific Islander culture, like they're a real close knit community. And for them to be as big of a community as they are, a lot of them <clears throat> either know somebody or know somebody that knows somebody. It's a lot of six degrees of separation with them. So the fact that he had like no idea who this girl ever was, never seen her, never knew anybody that knew her, never knew anybody that talked to her, any of that. And then like later on down the line, he finally did that and he heard about somebody that knew about her like that's kind of weird to me then not only that like he's supposed to be the oldest in his family so the fact that you're the oldest of the family out of your siblings and you go through something like this there's like there's no there's no way you wouldn't be able to deal with a situation like this with some type of common sense and then to add to that fact it was 2012 you had Skype, you had FaceTime, you had Uvu, you had a multitude of things to use to be able to figure out who this person was or at least see this person in real life. This person, y'all never seen each other at all 
like through a camera or anything. They just constantly sent you pictures. That's kind of crazy in 2012. I know a lot of people don't remember what 2012 was like, but I do. And you actually could get on videos and make videos on your phone in 2012. Never sent you a video on the phone or nothing, email, none of that. That's kind of weird to me, bro. He did get the job when uh when he did when he did get the job when he asked for the picture when she's sitting at the end. Like he did get a picture. So it te- technically, in all honesty, what was to say that that was gonna be any different any other time? It's a difference when okay, so listen, the picture thing was cool, right? I get that one. That's like a verification picture or whatever. But right. it's a different thing than calling that person and saying, Hey, can you make this video to my dead cousin Manti? And then you can't do that. Because they're gonna be like, "Hey, man, I hope you get better." Da-da. Man, I get that. Be like, "Get better from what? What the fuck are you talking about?" Listen, nah, bro. Man, I'm listen. Go ahead, son. Get get to him, son. No, like, I was just gonna. I was just gonna say, "Yo, fuck the bullshit." Like, let's be honest. I know that Notre Dame is the Catholic school and all this type of stuff. Everybody's supposed to say they believe in religion. I'm not saying. Look, we're not getting into that discussion. This is what we're getting into. It's some free mm-hmm. said Notre Dame too. All right, let's not yeah. get it twisted. I you already told you, Catholic schoolgirls. Listen, nasty. this is my thing, yo. <laughs> fuck, nah, nah, fuck all that. We're talking about 18 to 21 year olds. You know what I'm saying? Those yeah, are prime good. years, my guy. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Listen, you ain't sending me no titties. You ain't sending me no videos. Or you, oh, you know what I'm saying? No. Like, come on. Like, nah. listen, we are, we are missing a huge fact, too. This is what I forgot. This motherfucker is Mormon. Who? Man, man, listen. They talked about figure out it. They said that he went through his first where I think I think I it was his junior year. His junior year where they was like he started being seen like around a lot of girls and you know all types mm-hmm. of little shit like that. So I think that look, cause I'm gonna take since look, I got I gotta steal one of the scoop stains right here, man. Mm-hmm. Look, Tim Tebow, whole virgin story. Cat. Hey man, come on, bro. We Don't know leave. now. Uh, everybody know Tim Tebow was getting cheeks. Yes, I Tim, don't believe it. Timmy wasn't getting no cheeks, bro. Yeah, he was. Yeah, man. Right, Tim Tebow. He yes, he was, man. In the yes, name of was. Jesus, he was. <laughs> what are you talking about? This nigga was going to Bible study and then going to Pound Town afterwards. Yes. Dude, there's, I believe there's it. No way he wasn't getting no this, cheeks, bro. I think Manti was smashing girls, but like this girl, because she was, you know what I'm saying, the same ethnicity that he was, I think that's mm-hmm. why he kind of kept this thing. I think that's really the main reason why this strung out as long as it did, because there wasn't no more people at his school other than his friend Chris that, you know what I'm saying, that can relate to it. Because I think that at the end of the day, like that was just one of those things where he really wanted to stay with his, you know, quote unquote, own people. Like I think that. His plan was to meet with someone who was Hawaiian Pacific, you know, to have a baby with them and actually, you know, have a life. Like, I, I think that that's what his plan was. And I think that he was smashing girls there. And maybe that's why he didn't really mind having a girl, you know, what I'm saying, so many miles away because he's like, look, I'm getting some here. Like, I'm, I'm meeting my needs here. But this is the girl that I want to plan to have my future with. But how can you plan to have a future with number one, somebody you never smashed? I don't believe in marrying somebody before you hit them draws. I'm sorry. I need to know what the box is like before I'm saying that this is going to be the person I'm going to be with. If you Bro, don't, what am I watching? 
Listen, man, this is just the God's honest truth, man. And then yeah. number two, how are you like gonna be with somebody that you don't know how to keep their house up? You don't know if they if they even wash their own ass. Like, come on, like I don't I, 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 I don't get it, man. I don't get it. Well, I tell you this though, this the this the thing that gets me. Um was the fact that you know what I'm saying? I know you think that he was out here like getting cheeks. I don't think Mentor Tail was hitting nothing, to be honest with you. Nope. Um, if you listen to him in this documentary, just talk, dude is so far disconnected from life. Uh, yeah, he, I mean, he just, he's one of them people that is just like, he, he's not, it don't seem like he's super social. It don't seem like he got a lot of friends. It don't seem like he's up to date on nothing. Like, even in that documentary, he still seemed like you could still catfish him. <laughs> I'm just, I'm keeping, no, I'm, I'm not even trying to be funny. I'm being dead serious. I, I mean, if you listen to the way he's talking and everything else, like, he seems like he really is like a super naive person. And, like, in listening to him explain himself and go through those, like, relive those moments, you know what I'm saying, rewatching them and everything else. I kind of get how dude was able to come back and, you know what I'm saying, get that off. I mean, let's be real, bro. I'm I'm tired. I I, I can't do this no more. I'm going to be real with you. Mm-hmm. He wasn't getting no cheese. Like, we can literally tell you know. my man was not out here. He might have had the stat. Yo, I think we need to back Jamar out. All right, you hear me? What happened? Can you hear me? I don't. No, I told him. I told him to back out because we were just getting the buzz. We got some kind of interference. Something was interfering with. I ain't gonna lie. I thought that was me. No, no, I can hear it. I can oh, hear okay, it. okay. I thought I was tripping. I thought that was me. I, <clears throat> I was trying to fix it while he was talking. Okay, so um, he'll be back. But uh, man, bonus episode, yeah. baby. Yeah, you're gonna be <laughs> gonna be some editing in this one. Definitely. Um, but yeah, listen, I hear what y'all are saying, mm-hmm. but I also believe that there is a secret life that's going on with certain people that we don't know about. Like there are these nice guys and these people who are, you know, considered to be really nice people. And mm-hmm. then we just never know what's really going on behind closed doors because they have given off this, you know what I'm saying, this certain type of persona about themselves. And I think that he was the way that he is and the way that he was portrayed as this nice guy. 
I can see how, look, and I'm not saying that nobody's wrong and nobody's right, but right. what I'm saying is, I believe that he was getting some for the simple fact of just like this this portrayal that we get of people, we get this certain image of people, and just because we may think they're cornball, doesn't mean the cornballs ain't getting no ass either. So I can see what y'all are saying, but mm -hmm. I just feel like, nah, I, mean, I, I really think this dude was really getting some and just was giving off that that thing of like he wasn't. Yeah. And like that, that he was, you know what I'm saying, naive enough to be able to get catfish and all that type stuff. But mm -hmm. I just believe that it was, you know, I'm not going to re repeat everything I said, but I just think that because she was the same ethnicity that he was, I think that he was trying to set up his, you know what I'm saying, basically marriage, like down the road. Like, I'm going to go ahead and get these in while I'm here. Yeah. And like I said, look, I, I could be wrong. I'm just saying that's just how that is retrieving the situation. But I believe that he was. I, I see where y'all are coming from, but I just think that he was, but he was trying to set up like, this is just like those things of like, you know what I'm saying? Let me run, let me run through all these hoes and then I'm gonna make this one girl my wife type thing. I mean, I just feel that that's what he was doing. I don't know, man. I don't like I said, just just watching him speak about the situation, you know what I'm saying? Listening to the stuff he's saying, he just seemed like cut off from the world. You know what I mean? Like I said, to he he seemed like a very naive person. And and I don't mean that to say like you know what I'm saying? He's not bright. He's not a bright person or a smart person. I'm just saying that, saying that he's just not as social. Um, what do he's from Hawaii? Most. But even even then, bro, like to me, that really don't make a difference. Only because once you get like once you get to a certain point, right? I understand that you know he's from Hawaii and everything else. But let's be honest, bro. This is it. we talking about his senior year. He done been there at least four years. He got a he got a best friend. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure that him being a star football player that he was, he had people that was coming up to him and everything else. So it's not like he was just like this recluse, like then nobody want to fuck with him and then nobody know him. Everybody knew who he was. He was the big. He was probably the biggest person on campus. True, but you also got to remember his. You didn't mention where his best friend was from. He came from the same high school as he did. True. And that was his roommate. So that was really the only person that he talked to on a daily basis that was in close proximity as him. So, yeah. like, they said that he was, like, a quiet person. So I think that, yeah, he could – you could trick a person. Like, that's just, like, if you have a person that's from, I don't know, somewhere in Idaho that's not Boise, and then they end up going – to USC, you know what I'm saying, Southern Cal. Right. It, it's going to be some type of, you know what I'm saying, shell shockness of like being, you know, being from a small town in the middle of nowhere. That where, is true. But we talking and, about four years, bro. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, you're right. Like, it, I'm not saying, look, this is man, Tateo completely botched us. Like, this is yeah. very obvious because my thing is, I mean, for number one, like, the reason it it's easy to say this hindsight being 2020, but it's just like I'm just speaking personally. I'm not having no long distance relationship with somebody that I'm not smashing. Like, you know what I'm saying? Or at least you ain't, you know what I'm saying? We ain't video chatting. We, we ain't, ain't you know nothing. what I'm saying? You ain't you ain't sending me nothing. 
I mean, like, nah, like, like, what is this? Like, we could be cool. Like, mm-hmm. like they was talking, um, they were talking about it on Ebro in the morning last week, and mm-hmm. um, he uh, Ebro was talking about how uh, Rosenberg got catfished before. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it was. It obviously wasn't this long, but he was just saying that, like, yo, you come from the age. He was like, yo, you had a pen pal, Rosenberg, and it was yeah. like, yo, I had a pen pal, but the difference mm-hmm. between me and that pen pal was. They went to my high school. I physically met this person. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Me and this exactly. person, we, you know what I'm saying, we got into it. I could have smashed, but I was like, this might not be a good idea. And then mm-hmm. they went back to Germany, and we just, you know, kept in touch. You know what I'm saying? She wrote me letters, and I wrote her letters back. So mm-hmm. I knew who I was talking to because, you know what I'm saying, I was with this person for a whole year. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not with. I'm just mean went to school with this person. Right, you know him. Yeah, you've seen him. You you have seen him physically before. Yeah. So it's just like for you to carry on something for four years, and it's like it's the same thing. Like, no, dude. Like, there's no possible way this shit is happening to me, man. Like, there's no way. Um, Jamar, I know this is gonna be hard, and I know it's not gonna be the same energy, but if you can, if you remember, everything that you said when you started talking, we didn't get none of it. Okay, yeah, bet, like, bet. none of it. So nah. if, if you can try to duplicate that, yeah, I can do that. Yeah, I'm a professional, definitely professional. <laughs> uh, uh, so what I'm saying, so what I was saying was, Manti Teo is not a guy that you would see on the street and be like, he's a weirdo, like just the way he looked. But we didn't been around, but we didn't see plenty of athletes that are socially awkward. Like, you know what I'm saying? Just because you got money and you look like an athlete and you look a certain way, I didn't see cats that they got like that weird energy. Like, you remember like Mr. Me, Sean? Like, he would be yeah. like, he'd be like, he'd be like, hey, how's everybody doing? <laughs> Dude, like, come on, man. Don't, don't do me like that. That's <laughs> Don't do me like that. And it would be, it's just like so, socially awkwardness. We just assume that because you're an athlete or a person that's un in front of people that you don't still have that social awkwardness because you're popular. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that was Manti Teo. And I think be, it was just easier to get past the socially awkwardness by making up this, maybe not making up the rules, but having that girlfriend and never checking back because you can at least tell people, okay, listen, she's my girlfriend. Like these are her pictures. Like blase, mm-hmm. blase. I mean, he's a good looking guy. So at the end of the day, if he's a good looking guy and he got some girl that's a good looking girl. Ain't nobody going to question it. Now, what people question it is when it's like a nerdy dude and he got like a bad girlfriend, but ain't nobody ever met her. You know what I'm saying? So those are the questions. Those are the when you got to deal with that. So to be honest, the thing that he got catfished is kind of like par for the course because people get got out of town. He seems, I'm telling you, man, if you, listen, if you listen to him, he just seemed, yeah, very gullible, very naive. Like he, I'm telling you, man, he just seemed like cut off. Like I know he got a friend and everything, but at the same time, it's just like he you could you could tell like he, he has no no familiarity with what's really going on, what's trendy, what's any of that. And then the second thing that I wanted to get at, bro, you gotta get at the people that's around him too. Like yep, we mama we daddy, gotta, where your mom and daddy is. Mom, dad, friend, all them. Ain't nobody be like, man, you ain't never seen this girl. Like, are you gonna yeah. ever go see uh-huh. this girl? See, you gonna invite this girl? Far. You wait, wait, no. wait, wait. Don't they don't they play didn't they play USC that year? Yes, and he tried to meet up with it. He only met with the cousin. But what you're forgetting is he lied to his dad. His dad was on him and was like, yo, I don't know about this. 
And he said, did you meet this girl? And he was like, I lied to my father and told him, yes, I met her. So there was a person in his life that was like, I don't know. Like, man, oh, yeah, this, is, this is kind of weird. So I'm going to take the dad out. I'm going to take the dad yeah, out. Take but the dad I, get, out. I will get it. You're right. I get the dad credit because he also said, you know what I'm saying, he, he brought shame on the family off of this, too. So I respect that. Oh, no, wait, but everybody yeah, else. One on one. We're not mentioning the, your mama is normally the person who checks girls, not your daddy. Like, your, nah, dad, your dad is a dude like, hey, man, you know, you know, you hit that right. shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But your mom, Dukes, is the one that's like, something ain't right. My spidey sense is tingling. You know what I'm saying? Your mama always know. Even if you ain't even close to your mama, you, you can still, your mama be like, something ain't right about that girl. Yeah. And your mama the first one to know when your girl well, gets pregnant. She you wouldn't be able to do that because she ain't even... <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker didn't even exist. So of course she ain't gonna be like something ain't right with it. Yeah, she don't know nothing about this motherfucker. Then nobody know nothing about him. He didn't know shit about it. Um I ain't gonna stand for the slander, man. Y'all going at my man head too heavy. Nah, bro. Nah. And and I'll tell you this, I think I think if we get together and we get some stuff together, bro, I think we can still get man Tatel. And he got money now. Listen. So y'all still this, catch this is- so yeah, this is true, but this is what I was talking about earlier. So right, and I got a great example for it too. Mm-hmm. So I was listening to uh, you know, bringing them up again on uh, April in the morning, and they was talking about the Manti Teo shit. And he was and Rosenberg was like, "Yo, for the fact that Manti Teo, it was like how they're showing you the old footage of him, and they're showing you the new him, right? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And what what three things can do for you, but it makes a complete difference: a beard." For sure, a beard for sure, a teeth job, and a and a haircut. Mm-hmm. Because listen, man, I tell you, like he had a complete makeover. He had a BBW or something. Like something ain't right. This dude do not. I don't like, think you said that right. Nah, a BBW is a big beautiful woman. A, B, yeah. a BBL is no. What's the BBL? BBL. My yeah. bad. Butt lift. This I know he ain't really got a butt lift. <laughs> Listen, yo, man, I tell you, completely looks different now, man. Yeah, he completely looks different. And and I and my example is, I'm telling y'all, y'all remember how the internet went crazy when uh Travis Kelsey cut his beard off? Yo, you don't remember that? Yo, beard off. He cut his beard off, yo. All the women was they was outraged. That was like, yo, you need to get that beard back because you benefited from that, buddy, because you was not a good-looking guy. Nah, yeah, that I, I know something like that, though. Remember when they, they uh, digitally erased James Harden's beard? Yes. Yeah. It's like a mole. That, yeah, that shit was crazy. Yeah. LeBron, too. Like, I seen yeah. one where they had cut all LeBron's hair off. Yeah, they took, his, they took <laughs> his hair and his uh, beard off. That nigga looked wild. Yeah. Like a cancer <laughs> yeah. patient. Yeah, he yeah. and he and he got small eyebrows too. I was like, yeah, nah, bro, that's not yeah. it. So, so man, I tell you, definitely benefited, man. Listen, man, cause yo, these veneers, mm-hmm. hey, boy, it can change. It can change your whole life up, but I'm telling you, it depends on how you get them. Though you get the motherfuckers too. He got big, the good boy. one though. Yeah, I mean, you got, he got the big, right one. Be looking crazy because I heard, I heard that my bad. My, I heard that like when you go into the NFL, as soon as you get drafted, like they have a dental plan for you, like mm-hmm. right off the rip. And they, mm-hmm. and that's what they were saying that like some guys who choose not to get because everybody would talk shit about Mike Strahan, and Mike was like, nah, like this is me, like this is my signature, 
this is how everybody knows me. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's by the gap. And like they said, that's one of the first thing NFL players do because a lot of them don't really have dental plans, you know, in college and shit like that. So once they mm-hmm. go to the NFL, they get the teeth fixed. And now veneer is the is the new thing. But go ahead, Jamar. I'm about to switch over. Hold up. Yeah, man, you ain't supposed to. You ain't supposed to have. Uh, you ain't supposed to have non-white. I mean, you, you, your teeth ain't supposed to be that white, though. That's the thing. I know it, it looks so. It looks so weird when it's like it don't, that they don't look, clean. Yeah, it don't look authentic, man. Man, you yeah, out here like, looking like you got chiclets in your mouth, dog. <laughs> yeah, that shit look crazy. Like, yeah, it looks like crazy. you got piano keys. <laughs> wow, bro. So, yeah, the, but the question. So the question was about the like he didn't have the glow up, right? Everybody like, oh, he didn't glow it up, right? Okay, so yeah, that's what they said, bro. I'm gonna be honest with you. I was a damn near ugly kid, like like very very mediocre kid. I'm a good looking adult because a beard is nothing but makeup for dudes. Like, Facts. That's all it and is. A hat is too. It's a hat. And a beard. You get you a hat and a beard, bro. You like a superstar. Or you get that Steve Harvey lineup. Yep. Because really, or, that, Taylor, or get Taylor. that Jason Tatum. True, true. Or you get the Dot Rivers where they just spray the hair on top. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I, I was thinking about this when we was when I was gone. When I y'all had kicked me out the pod or whatever. I was, thinking, <laughs> um, I was thinking to myself, what if we was wrong? Like, what if everybody was wrong about? It? Like, what if everybody just judging Manti Teo and like, yeah, he's naive, but we know super naive people though. Like, we know people get money stole from them all the time. Like, people all give the to these crazy foundations, foundations and stuff, and get took all the time. This man literally was talking to a person and had emotional connection with this. This, well, it wasn't him then, but now it's a she, and he had the situation. And, and in all honesty, you remember the, the movie Swim Fan? Oh my god, Swift Fan is one of the one of the most scariest movies ever, my guy. So yeah. think about I don't know how, if you ever seen that shit. Yeah, just, well, just think about how if that would have been like a swim fan situation, like this person who was catfishing him was literally gonna do harm to him because he was close enough to him without him even knowing that it was him the whole time. He came to him as a brother one time, came to him with a little niece or whatever. Like this could have been super scary. I mean, I know we're joking about this, but let's think about like these Division One athletes sometimes get these crazy ass girls who are obsessed with them, just like most of other celebrities. Mm-hmm. And to think that he was not even enough to let this person get close enough to him that they could have done harm to him. They just messed up his reputation, but it could have been worse. They could have got pictures of this man, some little news or something, threw him up on the internet. I'm one hundred percent sure they would have never got a nude from Vanilla Ass Manti Teo. Vanilla, hey, bro. Sex, sex wasn't even on this dude's mind, bro. You're right, this but it might not. It might have been on her mind, Snigga, though. Nigga was a purified fucking Mormon, bro. All I'm saying is, we all know what's good. Like you, we can say, like we think that these people are vanilla, but the last one we watched, dude was making them the the kids like get nasty. Like them kids be exposed to stuff too in a Mormon situation, them little Mormon cults. No, no, not that one though. Not that type of Mormon. I'm not that's a whole different type of Mormon. I'm talking about classic, like, like this nigga was damn near Amish. I know what you're saying. Yeah, but I know that even Amish people they have different sets where they do stuff. So we don't yeah. know what set he is. Like we can assume that he down with the, with the that set, but he could yeah. really be down with the that's it. Like he could be nah, meant to tell. No, now the, he don't the know. Renaya, I know. I can guarantee you, sir. I can guarantee if um, 
I guarantee you that Mantateo was a virgin on his wedding day. I I don't believe it. I don't either. I'm sorry. I mean, because, like, that's just like, you know what I'm saying? Like, when Catholic priests take their little thing or whatever, you know, they're supposed to, no sex, all that type shit, and they out here smashing boys. Like, nah, it ain't different, because they pledge to God to, they're not doing this shit anymore, and they out here, not only, not only smashing, but they smashing the same sex, which they say, you know what I'm saying, you don't supposed to be out here, you know what I'm saying, being a homosexual. So, I don't believe that, man. I'm telling you, look, we just all gonna have to disagree. Well, y'all no, kind listen, of disagree. Y'all but. can disagree all y'all want. I'm telling you, I know guys like this personally. I'm not talking about socially awkward. I'm not talking. I'm talking about strictly just naive people that don't know shit about what's really going on out here. Like we have a glimpse. You know what I'm saying? We have a glimpse, one foot in, one foot out, of what society is like, and then what it could be like. Like shit like that. I'm telling you, like these dudes live strictly what it could be like. They don't have no glimpse of the streets, none of that shit. And when I tell you they are naive, I'm talking about a girl be like, hey, you cute. This nigga will blush. Grown ass man blushing, like bashful type shit. Like he he scoot himself to the side like that type shit. Like cheeks red, all that. So Mantateo is definitely one of them people. This nigga is. Whatever uh, L7 square could be, this nigga is that to the 10th power. I this nigga you. don't know nothing. I'm talking about if he seemed like the type that would see a girl and tell his friend he like her and don't never say nothing to her. But if his friend was to go over there, like he, he'd he be like, no, 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 don't do that. He one of them type of niggas. That's I hear what you said. I hear what you're saying. I'm not. Obviously, he was naive. He got catfished for four years. I get that point, but Jamar brought up a good point. Hold on, wait, time out. You said this this shit went on for all four years. I yeah. thought it was just that year. No, it was all four years. He been oh, talking yeah. to her. No, okay, so if y'all don't see it now, I don't. Get, okay, this nigga. I That's, know this nigga. Why you think? Why you think it's such a bad situation? No, I thought this nigga just like met her that year and fell in love with her on some shit. I didn't oh. know this shit was all four all four years make it worse. Bro, because he had to fall in love with her enough to be like, man, be upset that the that girl nigga could have fell in love. That nigga could have fell in love with her that year. I guarantee you that. He felt, matter of fact, when he met her a week after that, he probably was in love. Stop it. Stop man. it. We can't. We, we got to give him anti way too much credit. I'm giving him some credit because at the end of the day, bro, like to go on national TV, be that broken up about the girl. He just lost his grandma, too. So that actually that's is. That's what, really yeah. That, and that, that was. And, to me, that's what hurt him. What I thought would would have hurt him the most. Apparently, it didn't. He didn't give a fuck about his grandma. He only cared about that fake lady. So, did y'all see the movie Moana? Yes, everybody's seen that movie. Okay, so if you seen the movie Moana, you know in Polynesian culture, them people don't really die. They just turn into whatever animal they got tattooed. That's hilarious. So he already knew his grandma Dukes was good, but the girl. <laughs> <laughs> but his girl. <laughs> but the girlfriend, she was oh Moana. Hey, hey real quick, Moana. real quick, what you think his girl about turned into? <laughs> probably a shark. He turned to the jaguar. A squid, probably a squid. <laughs> she turned, oh my God. She turned to a hawk. Hey, that shit is comedy. She probably turns like a little squid because they kind of so like, individual, bro. So, you know what I'm saying? So, oh my god! In his culture, he ain't worried about the old folks. Old folks kind of like us. Like, no, your For grandma sure. die. You know, she go to church every week, so you ain't really worried yeah. about her. 
you know, but you worried about your wild ass girlfriend. <laughs> That's how he like Moana hey, trying to chase after the water. So we gotta we got <laughs> we gotta talk about Renaya Tua Supo, bro. This motherfucker yeah. here, man. I ain't no, gonna that's a sick individual. No, this motherfucker is a genius, first and foremost. Second, he missed his calling. His real calling is in acting, in theater, voiceover yes. work, all that shit. This yes. motherfucker could have been a star for real. A real if, star. If he wasn't so in love with Manti Teo, this nigga really could have made it in life. You think no, because that was a Manti Teo, or do you think it was just he was just like caught up in this, like just wanting to be a different nah, person? Nah, that nigga's in love with Manti Teo. When, when he was, when he was, they were showing him as her, and they kept, and he, and he was talking about the shit with Manti Teo. Like, you can legit hear in his voice, like, no, he was really in love with this motherfucker. True. I'm not saying that the shit don't exist. There are some people who you can connect. Now, look, listen, people. You know what I'm saying? There is a such thing as connecting with somebody on an emotional level. Like, that is something. So, I can see how Most that shit ended up met. happening. Over, over a period of time, some people can't. Well, Technically, they did meet though, right? They did. They no. just meet. He just didn't meet him as him. He didn't meet him as no. Him. I'm talking about way before all this. They did meet though. No, well, remember, no, they, was, they, they met. was on Facebook talking to each other. Well, yeah, well, they they met is on Facebook, but they did see each other face to face. But he yeah. was his actual person, saying right. that he was the cousin, the bro, yeah, with the, with the niece. No, he's his cousin. It was cousin. No, I'm saying with the little girl because it was like her niece yeah. or something, right? Yeah, that's what yeah, I'm about, and it was it? actually in real life the, his sister. But yeah. um, but yeah, like there is a thing of of actually you know connecting with somebody. I do believe they love them, but my thing is they was a complete. First of all, there was a a psycho genius. You are right, but at the same time, yo, when I heard he called that motherfucking thing, <laughs> yo. When I heard Dr. Phil, when they showed that clip with Dr. Phil, hey, put, that, put that motherfucker in that room. That mother, Dr. Phil said, Dr. Phil said, I've had FBI investigators <laughs> and police examine this. And they said, that's no way that can be you. And this motherfucker went in there and did it. And I'm like, yeah. yo. Pixar, Pixar should have been on the phone that day. Yes. They should have called. That and like, yo. Perfect. We will yeah. hire you right now. Yeah, that'd be perfect. That's, That's what he should have been doing. He should have been putting out demo tapes. Y'all out here, <laughs> y'all out here making a joke out of this. This man, no, I'm serious. He the scariest man in the world, a woman now in the world. I'm gonna tell you why. If you can assume different personalities, different positions, and you willing to change your sexuality for that shit, mm-hmm. bro, you different. <laughs> you a different type of scammer. You on a different mm-hmm. type of time. And he I was, mean. He played the long game. Four years is a long time to run a scam, bro. I ain't gonna lie to you. Man, it was longer than four years, bro. It was no, no, it was years. no, it was it was four years because it was this first. No, no, no. Year. I'm telling you, this was longer oh. than four years because I'm well, telling you, they showed when he was on Facebook and remember, Mantateo was was shouting him out with the music thing and like, yo, go check out my my Oos Yanaya uh, Renaya's music, da da da, and he was like, thanks Oos and all this other shit. Man, listen. That's that's where that shit started. So he, he, he was started only, before then. He, he was the only one to share his SoundCloud link, and he was like, "Yo, this <laughs> motherfucker care about me." <laughs> <laughs> You're a sick individual, bro. You know what I'm saying? Y'all blasting, bro. What you think? No. Man, what you think, Matt no. Taylor gonna go as when he die? You think he gonna be a little tiger or something? Nah, bro. 
what's the most naive thing you can think of? <laughs> That's what he's going to be. Like a, like a lemur or some shit. He's going to be a sunflower. No, you got to go back as an animal. You can't come back as like a flower. Oh, you got to be an animal? You got to be something that's living. Oh, that nigga going to be a possum. You got to play dead, bro. That ain't cool. Yeah. I mean, he like come a back. Like a sloth. Like, because he kind of slow with it. Like, he'd be like, yeah. you know what? No disrespect. But what if that's the case, though? Like, what if, like, what if he's, he's slow? mentally like, yeah. Damn, he took advantage. Like that—that's actually wrong because they took advantage of a person that's mentally ill. But that's what I'm saying. Point- because I'm—I'm I'm telling you, something is some. It's—it's—it's it's, it's something, bro. It got to be something because there's no way, bro. You could just be that out of touch to not even think. Like, let me Facetime this motherfucker. Let me do something. Like, I want to see this motherfucker as a as a dude in college. Your hormones is raging at all times, bro. He like this, was getting some, bro. Sometimes no, he wasn't. I'm telling y'all, I don't think. No, I, I was, swear man. to you, bro. Manti Teo was a virgin when he got married, bro. Bro, Susie Q and and wherever he was at in South Bend was somewhere up there topping my man's off, and that's why he wasn't really no, worried. Not at all. Sean, what you think? The white girl, the okay. white girl was crawling over Manti Teo, and he was pushing them off with sticks and brooms. What's that song? <laughs> they'd be like, what's that song that the new song the little kids be saying? They like. Get up off of me, like, Ugh. yeah, that's what he was doing because he had a girlfriend yeah. that he never met. I, I, I look, I, I, I firmly stand on, on my on my stance, man. I, I think Man Tatel was smashing girls, and that's why he was letting this shit go on for this long. And he was planning on marrying this person that he'd been talking on the phone for four years. And I, I think that's why one of the reasons why he accepted it, but also he got it. Get well to answer your thing. Now, I forget when my man, well, sorry, when old girl was like, Renaya. Renaya. And that's another thing. The name go both ways. <laughs> that could that could even be a girl uh, dude. Because, okay, because I watch it with, I, you know, I watch TV with subtitles. On the subtitles, they just called that motherfucker Naya. That's funny. <laughs> but, oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But um, y'all going down, bro. This shit. No, no. I'm, 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 hey. I'm with Jamar. I'm with Jamar. I'm, I'm getting there, cause, cause there, there is something that I wanted to speak on. What he was saying, but to what Scoots was saying, I don't remember exactly when they said they started, but they said they went on Facebook, asked this mm-hmm. other person, and had some other relationships. But she, but she said it always ended like after like a month. Mm-hmm. And she thought that the Mantateo thing was going to be the same thing that she's already dealt with in the past. Mm-hmm. I think she said she might have did it three or four times. You know what I'm saying with some different guys, and it always ended after a month. Because remember, Manti started reaching out to other friends on the friends list and was like, "Yeah, like you know, we used to you know speak, and then all of a sudden they just ghosted me or whatever, whatnot." Mm-hmm. So they had practice before, you know what I'm saying, Mantateo. But to Jamal's point. I absolutely agree with you. Like on a serious tip, like it could it could have gotten really bad. Like this could have been a situation where Manti Teo had met up to this person when they went to play USC, and the next thing you know, top linebacker in the NFL and I mean in college football found dead. You know what I'm saying? Foul players involved. It could have been a really bad situation where you just didn't get humiliated. Because at the end of the day. He still got drafted, not where some people feel he should have, but this could have really ended terribly. I'm be honest, he got drafted way too high. I mean, hindsight being 2020, like, yeah, it's easy to say that. 
But no, we don't know. No. I mean, we listen, we I look, I, I hear you. I've never like for me, it's always been two people for me. Now there's been some people that you know sprinkle in here and there, but for me, mm-hmm. when we talk about Notre Dame, it's always been Joe Montana and Tim Brown. I mean, okay, Jerome Bettis. Jerome Bettis. Other than that, it's like everybody else been kind of, you know what I mean? I feel like yeah. it was really kind of overhyped. But those three guys were the ones I felt that wasn't really overhyped. Right. He was overhyped. But okay, real quick though, let me let me tell you, let me tell you. In in total tackles, he only had 111 tackles that year. He had 55 of them solo, and then like uh 66, I think was it may have been less than 55, but it was 50 something solo, 50 plus uh, 60 plus assisted. He only had, I think they said he had one point one and a half sacks, and he had seven interceptions that year. That's actually some decent numbers until you find out who Dan Moe from Toledo is. Why? Dan Moe, yeah, he's trash can juice, but he had way better numbers. He had like 180 something tackles. He had like uh I think he had like three sacks and then he had like two interceptions. And then it's another dude that was in Georgia that also played line. Everybody, all these are linebackers. The dude mm-hmm. from Georgia, he had 14 and a half sacks. He had 160 some tackles and he had five interceptions. Like I said, like, I don't think he should have been there. And that's yeah. what, that's what, because uh, we got to, you know what I'm saying, speed up the process a little bit. That's why we got to get into, I can see how they had the conversation of, was he involved in this? Because 100%. that story of his grandmother and his girlfriend dying on the same day, he's saying, mm-hmm. yo, I'm going to dedicate this season to her. And then all of a sudden, he has a pretty good season. But then at the same time, people looking at it like, look how he deal with adversity. So what mm-hmm. they're doing is they're attacking on a tragedy mm-hmm. onto numbers that are above average. I wouldn't say they – I mean, not even really above average. It was, but above they, average. It was good numbers. Yeah, uh, you know, above average numbers, but you tack on this tragedy along with it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It makes it different. And then once you get to the Heisman place, the stories that can be told, you know, they always love getting into these in-depth stories at the Heisman place. Mm-hmm. So that's when so I can see how some people be like, and I'm going to throw this to you, Jamar, how some people can be like, was he involved in this? Because this really took him – he was already on the national stage, but this took him super national. Mm. I don't think he personally was involved. I think he's, you know, the word that Scoops keeps saying, naive to the fact. But I don't think he was personally involved. But, Jamar, do you see how people can be like, were you involved in this because it did take you to another level? Yeah, man. It's, I mean, because it's, it's easy to do it. We always want to find – we always want to think we can find the real truth to something. We always be like, oh well, maybe we can, maybe we really know the Manti tales behind the whole thing. But mm-hmm. what, what the realistic, what the realistic part about this is, Manti Teo didn't know that that soundbite was going to be used and people was going to listen to it. Like, there's so many stories in the NCAA where guys have like cancer and stuff like that. Especially now these days, like college game day is like a damn. It I, they pull tears from me every oh, week because something goodness. sad happened. Yeah. So it's like every week there's a guy with a soundbite. The kid from Ohio, uh, Iowa, uh, Iowa last year or a couple years ago when they beat Ohio State, 
Like and, and they had the little kid in the, with the and it's sitting first off, they stadium is sitting right next to the hospital exactly. at the cancer mm-hmm. room, bro. Like you can't go in there and beat them. Like so, that. so to say that he used that is kind of wild because his grandma did die. Like people forget that. Like his grandma did really die. Like if she so was we, a, a seahorse, you know he didn't care about her. <laughs> yeah, if she was a seahorse or she's a starfish, whatever she is right now. Like you know, like why are like, you know, why you keep <laughs> You think animals? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to use sea animals, bro. Like, she, man, you know what? Just forget. You know, jellyfishes, a squid. <laughs> <Think of that. laughs> he caught her a shark. He I want to say. You want to say something like majestic, like something like. like that's what I'm saying. A jaguar. That's not in the water. That's not in the water. I know, but a jaguar is like you know what I'm saying. Like, if my grandma died, I want my grandma to come back as a jaguar. I mean, that's you and your people, but I'm saying for them, <laughs> like, probably like starfish or something. At least a puma or something. Like, you know what I'm Bro, saying? Like, it's probably like a sea animal. Like, it could be a dolphin. I mean, she could be a dolphin. Technically, oh, but I mean, it's all I'm saying is what I'm trying to get to is that they would have found a way if it was that to, to magnify the story, but he wasn't the only story that year. Mm-hmm. There would have been, there was other feel good stories. The fact of the matter that helped him, but he couldn't help that both of them died in the same year. Like, and on the same day. Yeah, I don't think you make up a story about the girlfriend, even though your grandma just died. I think that's just kind of like, unfortunately, like she just was like, <clears throat> then grandma just became collateral damage. Really good point. Good point. I'm sorry. Hey, bro, that just made me remember uh, a clip from Power, bro, when old girl came in. And what's, what was Ghost's uh, wife name? Tasha. Tasha, yeah, he said, God damn it, Tasha, the love of my life just died. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Tasha. Hey, I think he said that to his wife. Hey, bro. <laughs> that motherfucker Tasha was sick, bro. Crazy. That's wild um, to tell your wife that, bro. That's how that's how I feel yeah. with men's I tell. Like, God damn it, grandma, my girlfriend just died. <laughs> you a starfish and shit out here, and I'm out here, yeah. like, holding up the deal, like, yo, let me I'm tell you what she's going to be. Have y'all heard the joke where the guy says, "He's like, man, he's like, you ever went out, man? You know, you 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 know, you ever got some 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 stuff so good, you got to come back and tell your wife about it." He was like, "That's like, crazy." I'm sitting <laughs> there like, like I don't, I don't know. Dude. I ain't never had nothing. I ain't never had. I don't know what that. Nah, I want whatever that is. That's called yeah. alimony. Whatever that is, yeah. You gonna start yeah. calling that thing alimony? That's suicide. Yes, or hit him hey, with listen. that damn Harlem Nights. Yeah, that but, is uh, I think no. I think seriously though, um, Renaya, man, like, I don't I think Sean had something real quick. Um, right, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, I was just gonna say, this is something else that we haven't mentioned on this podcast about what's sick about Renaya is the fact of Manti told her my grandmother died. And then she come up with the story that she died the same day. Come on, you are a sick individual. Hold on, Brad. We on the same. Also, we on the same path. Actually, we on the same path. Actually, go and, ahead. We on the then, same path. And then, like to do the whole thing of faking, faking a ventilator sound, you know, saying that you have cancer, and I mean, then you choose. And that's what I'm saying. Like, and like, so the cancer thing started first, and then. The day that he tells you, yo, my grandmother passed, and she's like, he's emotional, he's this, he's that, 
and then you wait a couple of hours and then call back as the man that you are and say, yo, you know what I'm saying? She just died. She's gone. You do that on the same day and then say, oh, I didn't think he was going to take it that bad. Are you yeah, fucking he, kidding he, me? Because he thought that he would give a more of a fuck about his grandmother. Man, I just told you she's a starfish, bro. Like, stop. Yo. But listen, we on the same path because what I was going to say was is that after a while, it seemed as if like Renaya was really trying to, to stop this shit. Like, it seemed like, you know what I'm saying? They were trying was trying to get it over with. Yeah, like I think the I think the whole using the the girlfriend death thing was his way of getting out of it, getting you know what I'm saying to stop it, and then just be like you know okay I can't keep doing this because first and foremost this motherfucker is way too famous, this motherfucker is all in the news, and then he just went on live TV, and you know what I'm saying just said hey or his heart out, you know what I'm saying my 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 well I'm sorry not I'm at the wrong part so basically he's he's way too famous for this shit. These motherfuckers on TV, they got their own goddamn channel on, on NBC when they playing games. They on TV every week. I can't keep doing this because then what if he mentioned me, whatever. I think and this is what's in Ronaya's head. Now, where I think Ronaya had to come back was and where he fell in love again is when he said, you know what I'm saying, he, he did this for his grandma and his girlfriend. And somehow that struck a chord with him and was like, wow, he really loved me. And that's why he came back and was like, hey, I was just joking. I wasn't dead. I was alive. Okay. So Yo. there's a little lot of that right there. So I just want to throw this out. <laughs> so there's a part, part in here because he is saying that, you know, he passed away. Right? Mm-hmm. And we're saying, okay, you passed away. You're dead. You're not going to be here anymore. The grandma's also perished and now is a uh, sea lion. <laughs> So now we come to to the conclusion that Renaya not only tried to shut it down, Mm -hmm. but every time she did, he would just come back with more. Like he wanted more information. The only problem is he could have deaded her, but he came back as the cousin. And then the cousin started playing a part in playing a role. Then the little Mm -hmm. baby started playing a role. And then before you know it, now they back in love. And now he got to come back as a real person again. Oh, by the way, he had his little sister calling that motherfucker uncle, bro. That yeah, that's nuts. But what's another thing is never did no shit like that. She just (laughs) I'm not his uncle. I mean, I'm not his niece. I'm his sister. Yeah, he is. He a liar. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you talking about? What are you talking about, Naya? What's Naya? Right. Yeah, exactly. What y'all saying is so true, but. I, I'm sitting here trying to think what's sicker. Like, so, and, and I, I get the, the mindset of saying, okay, your grandmother just passed. Let me combo this and then end it, right? Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, that's sick. But what's really sick is like, yo, I'm alive. And then like, yo, let me pass the phone. And then you just change your voice and be <laughs> like, listen to my voice. This is me. And this is the thing. And we are two weeks away from the biggest game in my entire life, and you gonna pull oh, this shit on me? That. Let's talk. Let's get into not it. only let's not only the it. game, not only the game. Heisman. The Heisman. I got the Heisman in a couple of days, and you. No, it was the day of. Two days. No, it was the day of. No, it was the day of. The day of. So he's he sitting here. He, he literally 
He said he literally got out of the limousine, got the phone call, and then walked in there. And the whole time in his head, he thinking, should he say something? Dude, that is, look, you want to talk about inconsiderate and not caring about other people? If you really love me, don't pull this shit on me right now. You wait to after this Heisman ceremony, and you Yo, wait to after you my game, dead. and you then you tell me. Let's keep it 100. Renaya didn't know shit about a Heisman. Stop, man. He was no. He played football. He played football, Brett. He had yes. two uncles in the fucking NFL. Yeah, he, I know. Did they win a Heisman? No, they didn't. They didn't win a Heisman. I know they did. Right? Hey, he didn't know. He didn't did you win one? I ain't did know. I I'm, not go- no. I'm not rolling. I'm multiple, not rolling for that. I won multiple Heismans in NCAA football. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Me too. 15, 15. Like, yeah, I won multiple Heismans, sir. So what I'm saying is, sir, is that just <laughs> for multiple schools at that. Okay, you're you're a scholar and a and a gentleman for sure. But my thing is, he I think he knew enough about football to know what the the, the madness. Was. Plus, it was everywhere on yeah. TV. You but you've been keeping that. But you got to remember, he didn't like football. But he would have knew because he was peeping the story about Herod. They would have been talking about that everywhere. It would be everywhere. Man, yeah, he, he didn't know for that. that. He, he could he could look. He could not have liked football, even though he played. But like football was so entrenched into their family. I'm mean, like, come on, man! Two fucking NFL players and your cousin is in the that NFL. That nigga at wanted to be a singer, bro. I you don't sit, care. Come on, man! Saying. You know about football by default. Ain't no way you're I not. I know, but that's what I'm. But that's what I'm telling. I'm not. When I say that he don't know nothing about the Heisman, I'm saying like I'm not saying that he don't have no knowledge of what the Heisman is. I'm saying like he don't give a fuck about football, bro. He said that. He said like he didn't want to play football. He wanted to be a fucking singer. The nigga so had why you, why you text? So why you texting tips then? Oh, well, this team. He was he was he, texting tips as a girl. He's gay. He he was gay. He was trying to put on the front as if he you know what I'm saying he wasn't gay. Remember he was this, this whole time we we also have to remember that he's struggling with his sexuality. Yes, and he also this is 2012. Said, they not accepted yet. True, but he also said he started to fall in love with football again and started giving tips. That's exactly yeah, because the motherfucker said. he fell in love with was a fucking star football player. Are you guys? That's, all, that's, all, they, that's all this nigga can talk about was football. I'm he about had, to, he I'm had, about had, had nothing going on. I'm about to dead this whole thing right here. Number one, mm-hmm. the Polynesian people are are a close knit people. One hundred percent. If anybody Polynesian wins absolutely anything. Everybody in that community know about mm-hmm. it. So mm-hmm. because he was Polynesian, they knew what the day was. They knew the because he would have been the first Polynesian person to win one because it's before Marcus Mariota. I know that. I'm not saying that he didn't have no record, uh, no no acknowledgement of what the Heisman is. That's not what I'm no, saying. And he would have knew the day because it would have been everywhere in Polynesian culture. Like the girl won, the girl won like American Idol one time, and every Polynesian tribe that they got was watching the shit. They was having watch parties. So we and already know what it I, is. I don't he, think he cared that much about this motherfucker getting no Heisman. I'm telling you, the nigga wanted to be a fucking pop. He wanted to be uh, uh Mark Anthony. He wanted to be in the, the thing, getting the hug. You know, to get when the when they go to the Heisman, they hug the yeah. mama, they hug the daddy. He wanted to be that beside his boo. What you talking about for sure? But he knew he couldn't do that. Also, remember. When he went to his, even when Renaya went to his people and, and told them like, "Yo, this is what I'm doing." And remember, this is all through this through this situation. He went and told them, "Yo, I'm doing this." And like at that moment, that's when he broke. That's when he came out to his people and told them like, "Yo, I'm gay." They had that conversation in that moment. 
So that's what I'm saying. Like he been he been this is a person who's been struggling with his sexuality his whole life. He he finally got the the man in his dreams. That shit sounds crazy. He got the man in his dreams, and he really can't even have him because he's not who he is. He's a whole other person that he has to make up to get this person. But this is what you're forgetting. He was forced to tell his parents that he was gay because the story was about to come out. Yes, Lord. So yeah, that's what I'm this- saying. Yeah, so it, it wasn't by choice. Yes, he was struggling with, with his sexuality, but he never would have told his parents that day if this story didn't get so I mean, yeah, big. You're right, but I'm saying, I'm saying that all that aside, he still had that he still had that conversation in that moment. At, I feel at that, even when he said, or even when he said it in the in the doc, he was like, "Yo, that was I was relieved because I had to tell them that I was gay." I hear you. But how I started this whole little segment is the fact of you are a very, very troubled individual to pull this on a person on the day, the biggest day of their life in the Heisman and a couple of days away, the damn national championship game. I hear what you're saying. Yo, you, know, you know football. You could have waited because football is about 70 percent mental. Mm-hmm. And you're gonna throw this shit on this person at this time. Like my thing is, if you if you, you love somebody you know, and lay this shit up on me, <laughs> like now, I got a belly full of white dog crap. Oh my like, god, man, yo, hold this information for me after. And then this is the thing: even after the game, I'm about to go start training for the NFL. But still, wait till after the game, and then you tell mm-hmm. me your little fake shit, or you still alive. Don't but tell me this, right now. This is what we also this is what we also not mentioning. You just brought it up is that the story is about to break because remember on Twitter the the journalist was putting out there, yo, motherfucker, this is Renaya. This ain't no goddamn Lene. Like this is the dude. This is a dude yeah. doing this shit. So he he's he's really under pressure with all this shit. Like he's trying to hold his shit together at the same time, or I'm sorry, he's trying to hold his relationship together at the same time. He's trying to hold his shit. So, like, in the midst of all this, it's a lot of shit going on. He just came out the closet. His relationship is going to shit. He died and he came back to life. Like, it's a lot of shit going on, bro. Like, he's going through a lot of shit emotionally. Cash just don't realize, bro, if he had really been, like, on some real stuff, man, he could have really turned it. He could have – Renaya really could have turned into, like, a a young – like a young great white, like I would say, like she could have been like a great white because, like, she really is, like she really is, like running, like she got like a lot of like predator type mentality, but she Yo, went after that man bro. multiple times. Like my, my whole, my whole, my whole image shit just changed. When you said a young great white, I thought you were talking about like an actor or like a singer or something like that. I had no fucking idea you're talking about a shark, bro. Pony's a culture, but that's legit, bro. Bro, this nigga has named every animal we know of in the sea, bro. I don't know. I got some more. I got some more left. I got some more. (laughs) Listen, how how relieved do you think Manti Teo was when he found out he didn't win the Heisman? Bro, like. I don't know if he was relieved. I know that definitely. No, just in that moment. Oh, so he ain't going to talk to people? He probably yeah. was like probably like the same relief you get when you've been messing with some girl for a long time. She takes oh, pregnant, man. and oh, then, then her period come on. Like, yeah. <laughs> like the same type yeah. of relief. Like that's something I, different. Man, I, I think this nigga anxiety was so through the roof, bro. Like he would have broke down in that moment, bro. Like 
to to be sitting in that chair knowing that you could possibly have to go up there accept this trophy and make a speech bro and you just found out all this information and you thought your girlfriend was a a great tuna exactly your grandma is out here you know what i'm saying in the pacific ocean somewhere she's a fucking sea urchin like it's 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 so much going on, and then you hear the name announced, Johnny Manziel. I know this nigga was like, "Thank you." He probably Thank was thinking that his girlfriend. That's why he, he lost. He probably smiled because they probably thought to himself like, "Yo, my girlfriend used to be a swordfish. I was about to run up on this motherfucker and like grab her." I'm like, just saying. I'm just saying, bro. Like that, he had to be relieved as fuck in the moment. I mean, I know he was sad too. Don't get me wrong, because you know you definitely want to win that trophy. But in that moment, he had to be relieved that Johnny Manziel won that motherfucker, bro. I bet. It, I bet he was. I, I would have been. I yeah. mean, I never be in the situation, but like, yeah, because you didn't been in the situation though, Sean. Like I said, you didn't been in the situation that your girl, like you got a girl you talking to. She say she late, and she miss trying to get that darn. Uh-huh. No, well, I never had. I never. I never had that. I was. I was the fortunate person of only having those conversations with the person that I married. So <laughs> I never. I never. Uh, that, that's like, never happened like to me before. Having condom sex. Oh yeah. You was like having mentatay on it. Come on. Who me? I was. I was really in there. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> oh good. Oh, no, man. I was in there. That was genius. But, that was genius. This nigga is but, too right now, bro. This nigga just had me. He said he he said Renaya could have been a great white. I'm thinking this nigga talking about like an actor or a singer or some shit like that. This nigga is talking about the shark, bro. This nigga is on. <laughs> so let's let's get into the uh national championship, bro. Because oh. man, if you talking about if you talking about the biggest game of your life. You about to go to the NFL. Everybody knows you. You one of the biggest stars at the time. And then, you know what I'm saying? You you getting in there, you getting busy. You've been you done had a hell of a year. You ended up becoming, I think, well, he's the he got the second most tackles in um in Notre Dame history. Second so, or third. Yeah, like you know what I'm saying? You wanted the the you already in the Hall of Fame at school. And then you go in the Alabama, you go to the national championship and Alabama bust your ass on okay. top of the fact that you're dealing with all this shit. Very true. <clears throat> now, the way they set this up was bullshit. And this mm-hmm. is when I felt bad for Matt. This might have been the only time I really felt bad for the guy. Football related wise. Okay. First of all, don't get me wrong, middle linebacker is a very, very important fucking position. It, it can it can That's change the, the landscape of your of your football team. True. The collar, normally, yeah. true. But let's be honest. Notre Dame was completely overmatched. One hundred. It did not matter if this shit happened and he was mentally fucked up. By, that man, Titeo was not changing whether he dealt with that alive thing or not. That outcome was going to be the same. Regardless, Nigga, Eddie Lacy was gonna run all over them. Regardless, man, listen, Amari Cooper, who who was even in the secondary on that team? Nobody knows who was on that team besides Ben Sateo. <laughs> uh, I know Marcus. Uh, no, not Marcus. Um, yeah, so you Marcus Dawson. Uh, he ended up he going to the, Florida he State, was on the line. And, which was he was on the line. Wasn't he? He was on no, the, the line, quarterback. Wasn't he? No, the quarterback. Oh yeah, no, yeah, he ended up. Uh, his fifth year, he transferred out and he went and played Florida State and he was trash with us. 
But I know he was on that team. But he also hey. was from South Carolina, too. That was another reason why I knew him. Let, but, me tell you, let me tell you how bad this game was, right? I turned it off and started listening to it on ESPN Radio. That game was trash. That game was the reason cool. the reason I kept watching it is because how much I hate Notre Dame. Facts. I love I love the fact that they got murdered out there. Bro, 42-14. It was yeah, it was something crazy like that. And I only felt bad for him for the simple fact that people was like they they the way they put it in a doc was like Oh man, you know this information. He was not focused. He wasn't there. And nah, nah, nah. fuck that. This team was gonna lose this game regardless if you got the information or not. Alabama was way too strong, and Alabama and, and Notre Dame. Let's be honest, was an average team, and they was way too. Cocky. They was one of they was one of the most average <laughs> in the BCS team to make it to the national championships. They was one of the most average not on this game. But guess what y'all messing up, bro? That's what y'all got the whole game messed up. It wasn't that Mateo wasn't on his game. His team was borderline trash can you. Like, they always are. Yeah, that's what and I said. On top of it, he was out here thinking that his girlfriend was an octopus. And she wasn't. Like, she ended up no. being somebody else. <laughs> he was trying to figure out how the fuck his girlfriend came back to life no. like Jesus. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's what was going on. Because that shit would have had me baffled. Wait a minute, nigga. I heard you on a ventilator. You had cancer and everything else. They called me and told me you died, bro. And then all this time passed, and then you came back to life. It wasn't three days either. It was some time went past. Like, your body was already decomposing, and you came back, yeah. my nigga? Nah. He true, la- true. He called a Lazarus. He should have called NASA. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, hey, I know, I know where some magic is for real. No, he should have called. He should have called the people and said, "Yo, listen, like my grandma was starfish and my girlfriend was an octopus." <laughs> no, <laughs> see, now you got to stop. Hold on. See, I was gonna go back to this. Don't disrespect octopuses like that. Yeah, listen, octopus, octopus could could rule the whole sea if they want to, but they choose For not sure. to because that's not their mentality. No, I'm saying, no, I'm saying, no. That's, she she could have came at, she could have died and became an octopus for sure because the way that that motherfucker was able to become a woman and and what a woman and use the voice and all that well, very versatile. You know what? Yeah, is yeah. You know what? Yeah, yeah. yeah. She she could have right gotten into a jar. She could have gotten a jar and closed it and got that got that stuff out of it. Listen, I'm just oh, here we go. Are y'all ready for this? Yeah. Another What's Disney up? another Disney reference, not Moana related. But don't Hilarious. don't don't Naya seem like Ursula a little bit though. Now, yeah, for sure. Now, <laughs> now, so, yo, Naya, Naya could start on the team right now. <laughs> Defensive line, offensive line, either one, bro, either one. Like the the transition, the transition from high school to Doctor Field to now is crazy. Because yeah, in high school, he was, like, this real skinny kid. And then, like, on Dr. Phil, he was, like, my size. He looked like me. I was, like, yo, this could be my cousin. <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> I'm dead serious. We was built the same. When he was on Dr. Phil, we are built the same. I'm, yeah, like, I man, see. he got to quit going to them blue elves. Eating the whole this, pig this, and this, shit. Yeah, For sure. this is, yeah. This is definitely true. This is definitely true. Yo, man, this thing, this thing was crazy. First of all, let me say these untold stories are cool as fuck. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm yeah. saying I've watched, I think three. Well, this is my third one, but 
they do pretty good with these things. Uh, Netflix got a thing going when it comes to that. But this story, man, it, it really took it took the world by storm because we was talking about this on the four three thing that we did. Mm-hmm. And that was the, the keg heads. Oh, the That's right. It was keg heads. Yeah. Like the the catfish documentary that was about Neve came out in 2010, which it wasn't. No, 2012. We no, 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 no. That was 2010. Oh, the, the show the needs, started. Well, yeah, yeah. The show oh. started in 2012. Okay, man. but needs, at the same time, this nigga was getting at captured. the same time. Yeah, I told y'all so, this shit was going on at the same time, bro. It had yeah. to. So Neve gave you the blueprint of like mm-hmm. he was the person that he documented this whole thing, which was, which was smart on his part because why would you let me film everything I'm doing because I'm talking to someone and they keep being funny about meeting and all this type shit. So mm-hmm. let me document my own life to make sure that this happens good. And if it does, then we got footage of, you know, how we grew in our love with each other, all the bullshit. And for Neve to do that, but this is the thing. I never seen the 2010 shit. I've seen the show. So that's what mm-hmm. I'm saying. Like, I, no, I end up seeing it afterwards. Is what I'm saying. I seen Jamal face, but I didn't know yeah. about the 2010, 2011. I didn't know about this Neve catfish shit. Man, so, listen, I'm telling you, bro. I remember this shit got big because, matter of fact, his dad said that shit to him. His dad was like, "You could be getting catfish." Remember, he no, was like, "I've never heard the term catfish." It wasn't his yeah. dad. Who his was that lawyer? Oh, his dad. You know, his, his uncle, uh, uncle, somebody yeah, yeah, was a lawyer. The, the lawyer, the lawyer, yeah, you're right. Was a right. lawyer, and the lawyer said catfish. <laughs> and the- <laughs> Tell you, bro. Starting tech. Hey, hey, you stupid. Listen, yeah, it was the, it was, I think his uncle was the one that was a lawyer, and he was mm-hmm. like, yo, this sounds like a catfish. <laughs> Stop it, man. Stop it. Okay. Listen. That's crazy. Listen, this is this is a professional. Hey, I ain't gonna lie though. I ain't gonna lie though, bro. Renaya is androgynous as fuck. The name? No, him person, like literally, physically, he's androgynous. Like even when he was in dude form, he still could be either way. Like when he, when he was on Doctor Phil, he could have been like if you would have just seen him, you wouldn't have known if he was a man or a stud. Yeah, I feel you. Especially nowadays, like man, you don't even know. Like I be going around now, man, because you know I'm a FedEx driver, so I come across a lot of people. Sometimes I'd be like, "Yo, I'm not," and this is not being funny, y'all. I know y'all gonna laugh. I'd be like, "Yo, I don't you know." You should what never that say is. that part, bro. You should never <laughs> say that part. I, I, I honestly, I honestly be at places sometimes. Like I, I, I don't know. Hey, man, I don't know what that is. Yeah, I'm telling you. Be like. Be like, See? yo, I, I like, go to I the other side, go to the other, other side. side, other side, yeah. But, uh, yeah, th- there'll be times I'd be like, yo, I, I, I don't know, yeah. I honestly don't know, and that's what's scary, man, for the kids today because it's like, yo, like, y'all, but I mean, sure. they, the kids today is they cool with it, they don't really care nowadays, yeah, man. yeah, right, yeah. I, I, I gotta say. Yeah, I don't think that this would be the time where, like, I think our generation and the generations before us are the ones that, like, when they find out afterwards and then they kill them. Like, mm-hmm. that's our generation just right before. Uh, I think the kids today, they might be like, what? what you used know? to be a what? what I, well, you should have told me. Th- you know what I mean? No, it, no, ain't no finding out. They already they know. know. I'm telling you, they, they cool know. with it. They cool with it. Because, okay, so, all right. I teach at high school. You know, everybody knows that. If y'all don't know, 
I'm I'm a coach and I teach at high school with me and Sean with high school. So recently there's been some situations that have been brought to my attention where there are several persons who were are different than the, the gender that they were when they were born. Mm-hmm. And they identify as the opposite gender. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm in school, you know, I'm because I'm I'm new to the school. And you know, like Sean said, I grew up I'm I'm in an area where dudes used to kill chicks that say they was they was presenting as a woman and they might not have been had all the equipment like a woman would have. So I'm in the school and I'm like worried about them. Like I'm like, well, are they safe? You know, like and she was like, they're the most popular kids here. Like they're like the they're like they got the most popular, they got the most friends and everything. I'm like, I'm telling you, they like nowadays, bro. That's what I said in 2012, they never would have been like that. Now, it's, guess who the bullies it's, are? It's acceptable. Guess Them. who the bullies are? No, Them. guess who the no? Guess who the bullies are? Who? Gay kids bully straight kids because they ain't gay. <laughs> Think about that. Yo, this is this is wild. This man. shit is the Twilight Zone, bro. Bro, these kids, these gay kids at the school. Literally, we're picking on straight kids. Like, oh, y'all, y'all ain't y'all niggas ain't gay. <laughs> like, yo, that's, that's they didn't have to bully me. I'm, I'm sorry, I'd have been getting bullied. No, sir, I'm not. But then they, like, we had the conversation. They're like, hey, yo, this is what the, this is the bully conversation that the bully was having. Like, he was going around asking dudes, was they gay? And they was like, nah. And he was like, well, y'all lame. And then boom, boom, boom. Well, I'd have been lame because no thanks. Yeah, I'm good on that yeah. too. Yeah. Definitely, but well, well, I mean, to each his own. Y'all want to do what y'all do, do your thing. But oh yeah, me. for sure. <clears throat> um, I don't want to see him even no way because that's like I don't want to die and become a see me because they're like the worst. Man, this guy, fire flames, man. Houseway, <laughs> <laughs> yoga, fire, oh, yoga, flame, bro. Oh my god, did it play? Yeah. Yeah, it did. It did. Okay. We're just gonna assume it did. Cool. So um Fire Flames, man. Sean, what you got, man? All right, man. So uh Jamar, you listen to the show, but you know, just for you to know, we do ratings from one to five, one being the worst, five being the best. Um, we do this every episode. And from an informational point, I think that they was really good about it. Um, you know, they they did bring in i'm not gonna call it the pc thing but it's just kind mm-hmm. of what it is nowadays they put the whole disclaimer of we didn't know that this person was transitioning when we filmed this so i'm thinking Matt Tateo sent in his information first and then they did the interviews with you know what i'm saying um uh, renato or whatnot um so they did the PC thing of show- <laughs> i say renato what did i say i said renato didn't i is it renato it's Renaya. Renaya, my bad. So uh, the whole Renaya shit, <laughs> and um, also, also the whole thing of bringing in when Mantateo said, "Yo, I've been in therapy," and my therapist said, "Have you forgiven yourself?" You know mm-hmm. what I mean. So they brought in the whole mental, uh, mental health thing about it, but I don't know why they broke it into two parts. I guess they do. I, I don't know. But as far as what they gave us. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a three point five, um, because I think that they informational wise, you know, what I'm saying I give it a four. But where I'm gonna knock it a little bit is just the fact of like, I, I do feel they was making some excuses 
mm-hmm. in, in some of the parts. So I am. You need to stop. Um, so I, I'm I'm gonna knock it for that part because I hate when they throw the whole excuse thing in here. <laughs> this guy, I can't look at the screen. Um, but yeah, man, I'm I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a three point five, man. Um, but the, but they did reveal some shit in here. There's a lot of shit I did not know. I knew about mm-hmm. I knew about the information. Well, I mean, I knew about the situation, but I didn't know about it in, in this depth. But uh, I'm gonna give it a three point five, man. Okay, Jamar, man, it's on you, brother. <clears throat> I need to throw something out real quick before I do my rating. It, it needs to be talked about that. Let's say Manti Teo ends up with the real, the real version of the girl that catfished. Is that the be ending? Hell yeah! Did you see her? I mean, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, I saw her. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah, but we don't know like how she is up here. You know what I mean? You know, sometimes the bad ones, you be like, you get with them, be like, ah, man, she a diva, she does, she that, she does, she that. But we know show you what he really yeah. thought he was talking to. Like this, yeah. this person was who he thought he was talking to for real. That's all I'm saying. Like, but oh, what? But the but the personality. Oh about the no, I thought you was talking about with the person in the picture. I didn't know you were talking about with Naya. Yeah. Oh, I thought yeah, I thought the same thing. I thought you meant the person in the, that he used the picture. Well, she used. Oh, the like if he ended for. up with Naya? Yeah. No. I, hey, I ain't gonna lie. If it, if this if, if this story was current, this wouldn't even be a story. Facts. Not this big. No, it wouldn't be a story at all. If Naya was already, because listen, if, if Naya wasn't, no, it would have been nothing. And re, if in 2022, Renaya would have catfished this nigga and then ended up, because he would have been able to become Naya. He wouldn't have had to do the catfish shit. He'd have just been exactly what we see now. He'd just been traded in there. There you go. Uh, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. Like, I, me and Scoots, we thought you were talking about yeah, I thought the, you're talking about the, the person Lene. in the picture. And yeah, I was like, because think about that though. Before you get your rating, what if he ended up getting contact oh, milk because they found the girl? Yeah, she and they to spoke him. to her. So just imagine if he, you know, what I'm saying, backdoed it and actually started talking to the girl in the actual picture, and he got yeah. with her. That's what I thought you meant. I'd be like, that's oh, what I said. No, yeah, I, like she like. I didn't actually think of that, but that does sound better than my original. So yeah, yeah. If he was actually with the Lene uh, lady, then yeah, that'd have been fire. She's all right. Yeah, I guess it's happy ending. Uh, yeah. so I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a seven. I mean, of this one out of five, right? One through yeah. five. Mm. I'm gonna give it a four because five, five, five is the highest, right? Yep. Yeah. So they're doing a really good thing with these untolds. I don't know who's writing them or who's like the like putting them together, but you know me as a producer, when something's well put together, I'm always. Mm-hmm. They had a lot of different elements. They gave you uh, the documentarian part of it, which is just a lot of information. They went back and took you back to the time when this stuff was going on. They, they, they laid it out really, really well. And so for me personally, as being a producer, from a producer standpoint, I'm like, this is a great production. Um, mm-hmm. And then on top of it, we had some nostalgia because like we were alive during this happen, So we remember all this stuff. So they did a really good job of bringing it back to our recollection, you know, pretty much counteracting whatever we might have thought. Because when we went into it, I thought I already knew the whole story. Mm-hmm. They come back and they did a really good job telling the story again. <laughs> capturing the emotions of each both sides because we you know i thought she was a sociopath anyway but i really think she's a sociopath now for so sure like 
So, you know what I'm saying? So now we just have the both sides of it. They did a really good job with it. I can't give a five because at the end of the day, like I still think there were some some stones unturned. Like you never figured out what happened to the girl that was the the victim of being catfished. Like her actual personality was catfished. Like we never find out what happened with her. That's one of the things I would have wanted to know. Like how was her life impacted by this? Because people would have been so. I'm assuming people would thought that she was dead once they start showing the pictures. Well, you know what? That's that's a great point because they they spoke yeah. to her, but she never. I don't know if she didn't want to be a part of this. But you got to imagine like. There's she walking around just regular in California. Hey, you was the girl that they used the picture for Matt Tateo. That's a question I had too. Like, how the fuck didn't she see none of this going on? That's what I'm saying. So that's another part of it that I feel like if they would have captured that, and they could always have a part two. You know what I'm saying? It's not a, it's yeah. not a, not a all one off. But they didn't do that for the time to get just get some money. Get your bread up, girl. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I would want to know. For me, that's the only thing I think of that. I would have gave it a five if they had dug into her story a little, given her perspective, like when she found out about it, how mm-hmm. she felt, and how has her life been impacted and what she's doing. That's it. But five, uh, four out of five for me. That's what's up. So I, I thought a lot about this um, after we was done uh, with this. And initially, my rating was going to be um, a, a four. But it got bumped up to a five because at the very, very, very end of this, they let Manti tell, you know what I'm saying, get his shit off. And he said that, you know, when he was talking about going to the therapy and everything else and about forgiving himself, <laughs> <laughs> he said that, you know, um, he forgave it, you know, he forgave himself and he got over it. And then he said, you know, to this day, I would tell Renaya that, you know what I'm saying, that I forgive him. And then they panned over in the next scene to Renaya currently, and Renaya was now a woman. And they stood on that scene for a good seven to ten seconds. And I cried my eyes out laughing at that because that was the most ignorant shit I've ever seen in a documentary out of all my time living. So yeah, I'm going five. Because not only did they take us back, not only did they, I totally forgot about all this shit that was going on. So this shit like really put me back in 2012, literally. And yeah, this was a this was an amazing documentary. I liked it. Um, like you guys said, a lot of information. It was actually good to hear from the person who was doing all this because they really focused heavy on on Renaya um, early on, and then like in the second half of it, they got a little bit more into Mentatel, but it was a lot of shit going on. So to be able to see what the thought process behind somebody who's doing some shit like this is, is always interesting. So yeah, I'm giving this a five. This guy completely forgot about the disclaimer that they showed you before every episode. <laughs> but that's funny. Okay. I don't think he saw the disclaimer. My nigga. <laughs> that motherfucker said, tell Renaya, I said, I forgive him. I forgive and, him. And they pan right to her. I said, yes, this is it right here. That's the move right there. there. So um I'm, I'm sorry, man. Look, <laughs> you know, you know how I am with documentaries, man. And and, yeah. and I get in depth with these, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, ratings. And like, you know, the two the two main documentaries I gave a five, man, was some of the fire shit ever, man. I gave yeah, that outcry. Yo, and I gave that uh, and I gave that uh OJ made in America, man. Like those, mm-hmm. those, those are like two of the greatest documentaries I've ever seen, man. And this wasn't, this wasn't that. It wasn't that. So, you gotta live in the moment, bro. Like you all about to, 
you all about like the 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 technicals, man. And I ain't yeah, you right. gotta think about what it like how it make you feel. Like when I look like when I watch a good doc though, like sometimes I'll take a good doc over a good movie. Because mm-hmm. that's oh, yeah. that, that, that shit really happens. Always. You know oh, what I'm yeah. saying? Somebody had to use their imagination to make a movie happen. You know what I'm saying? There's mm-hmm. somebody bringing up or making up a story or something. Or sometimes they re or they reenact or something. But like when you go and you take a real life story and make that sh- so crazy that it's better than TV that you scripted, mm-hmm. you can't beat that. And that's what this one did. This one took all the little moments, all the little intricate things that we all was thinking, and they just brought it to like outside of what yeah. happened to the girls. They did everything. They covered all the bases. Like they even took it to how it affected his pro career. Could you imagine mm-hmm. being on a pro team with this dude? And he the dude that got catfish like that. Man, they listen. They done made songs about this dude. They done did political cartoons about this dude. They done did everything, man. Like, yeah, he really, he really had to go through some things. Yeah, his some name, his name is a term now. Yeah, getting tails, yeah. getting yeah. tails. That's so, crazy. Definitely. So, um, man, listen. You know what I'm saying, Jamar, man. Thank you for joining us. We greatly appreciate it, man. Let the people know where they can find you. Give them all your socials and all that good stuff. Uh, man, you guys can reach me on. A, can you see my little thing right there? Um, so you guys can reach me. Reach me at uh, D2N Podcast LLC. Um, D2N underscore Podcast LLC. That's the network. Um, that's where you gonna find all the stuff for Four Three Pod itself, for like the actual ver- the video version on our YouTube. But then all the guys gonna have their own version of it on their social medias for the uh, audio version. And then of course you can find me on my personal page at kegheads underscore tm. That is a trademark term. So if anybody uses, it, I want my bread. Um, <laughs> and that's just where I talk to different people. I had Sean and Scoots on there with me last week. Um, mm-hmm. It was that's how we started talking about this. That's all you know, kind of bounced off of that, and that's kind of how we came up with this pod. Yeah. But I appreciate y'all having me, man. Uh, you know, I wish y'all the best. Like I said, I'm a huge fan of the pod, man. Just keep doing what y'all doing and try not to turn into a jellyfish before you before you go. Man, <laughs> anyway, man, listen, bro. Follow us. Follow us on IG and Twitter, man, at View and Nine Pod. Also, follow us on Facebook at VA Pod Watch Group. That's for myself, man. You can follow me on Twitter at Scoots Bronson. I got a link tree in the bio. That's where you can find me everywhere else. Yeah, y'all can find me at s.foster8 on Instagram and Twitter uh, at 28 Minutes or Less Pod. That is on IG. I literally just dropped today. You know what I'm saying? Is it just coming out today or is it coming out tomorrow? Uh, it'll be out tomorrow. It'll be out tomorrow. Um, yeah. So <clears throat> yesterday I dropped, you know what I'm saying, an episode I feel really good about, man. Episode 97. I did it on the guy, Free Ray Ricky Ross. Man, so uh, go check out that new episode. I just dropped this on all major platforms. Um, I went in depth with it. I feel very good about it. So, you know, this is one of my little things, the little uh, this little series that I got on the podcast that I do. So go, <laughs> so go, so go check that out, man. Episode 97 on all major platforms, man. And uh, also, there's really no need to do it coming soon because uh, we did it on the last one. The episode that we got coming soon, we doing, you know what I'm saying, top 10 action bad guys, man. So uh, we're taking a break from a movie or a doc or, you know what I'm saying, an appreciation episode to bring y'all a very fun episode of a list of bad guys, man. I've been working on that list, Scoots, man. I came up with My, my list is done. I, my list is done, and I got honorable mentions. 
I, I ain't got no honorable mentions, man, because for some odd reason I can't think of no damn action like good good action movies, man. But, I found uh, some. I but found I'm, some. I'm gonna be working on it, man. I'm gonna be working <clears> on it. For sure, man. So um, yeah, man, this is a bonus episode. So you know what I'm saying? We had to give you guys some extra. This is a you know what I'm saying, quick idea that we came up with on the fly. We definitely gonna be doing a lot more of these. Um, and we're gonna have some other guests come on too. So y'all look out for these. Uh, but yeah, y'all have a great day, man. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching and all that great stuff. And until the next episode, man, like they say in Hollywood, that is a wrap. Cut. That was Mahaka. Yo, what? Mahaka. Oh, that's crazy. Oh, <laughs> yeah. She did the sign. She did the sign with the hand. That's right. No, he didn't make it up.